The three biggest reasons only 10% of students study abroad. They're afraid of being homesick, they don't think it's safe, and the number one reason people don't study abroad is cost. We're here to dispel all that, find out exactly how that 10% crafted their study abroad journey, and how you can too. I'm Chris Carlton, and this is the Study Abroadcast. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Study Abroadcast. This is Chris Carlton, here with Jamie Fleming from Purdue University, Fort Wayne. Jamie, thank you very much for being here. Welcome to the show. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, you're very welcome. So getting started, can you tell me initially about your own study abroad experience and what? why did you study abroad in the first place? Yeah, so I um, kind of got interested in international education in general when I was in high school. Uh, so I tutored two girls from Mexico, um, and it kind of excited me in learning other languages and, and kind of learning about other cultures. And so when I went to uh, college, I kind of wanted to do something abroad, but I didn't really know what. I thought I wanted to be a Spanish teacher, and then I found out there was a major where you could learn all of the languages, and I was like, that's what I want to do. Um, and so I studied French, Spanish, and German uh, while I was an undergrad, and so with that, you had to do a semester abroad uh, for each of the languages that you learned, which I thought was um, really great because anybody that's learned languages knows that immersion is one of the best ways uh, to learn a language. And so I had the opportunity to do uh, a semester in Paris, a semester in Madrid, and a semester in Berlin. Oh, wow. That's quite yeah, a, it was, a lot on your plate. Yeah, it, <laughs> I now... As I advise students to study abroad, I highly suggest they don't do that because it was really um, challenging. You got used to one culture and then it totally flipped and now you had to get used to another culture because they were three semesters back to back. Um, and so, you know, it it was difficult, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Right. Okay. And now looking back, did you apply for or receive any scholarships or, grant or grants? Or also, did you, do you know if Purdue does anything special for scholarships and grants for people that are studying abroad? Yeah, so I <laughs> didn't apply for any scholarships or grants. I didn't know that they were even available. Um, uh. I didn't even have any pre-departure meetings. So I was really, I did my experiences on my own. So my college set up, you know, the locations and kind of found housing. But outside of that, um, I kind of figured everything out as I went. Um, but at Purdue University Fort Wayne, we do have um, school-specific scholarships, so we just got those. Um, and this semester, we were able to award 1500 per student, which was really awesome. And so we're trying to grow that as well. Um, but then obviously, you know, we always point students to the Gilman Scholarship, the Forum on Education Abroad Scholarship. There's the Go Overseas Scholarship, which one of our students has won, where she got to go to Ireland for free. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so there's a lot of scholarships out there. Um, and it's kind of a matter of, you know, how motivated are you to apply for them? Okay. And when you were at these three locations, were you able to travel or see anywhere else when you were abroad? I did a little bit of traveling. I was a firm believer in, you know, being present in the place where I was. And so yeah. I tried to really, um, you know, when I was in Paris, I stayed a lot in Paris. I only did um, one trip. So I have... Um, randomly some friends from the Basque country in Spain. Um, 
and I would go visit them every semester. So, um, you know, that was my one trip that I would do. So I would go from Paris to the north of Spain, from Madrid to the north of Spain, and then from Berlin to the north of Spain to kind of hang out with them. Um, But outside of that, I really tried to stay within the city and just get connected and whatever that would look like. Yeah, for sure. And during your times abroad, can you share like a funny travel story or something crazy that happened or horrible, horrific? I don't know. Just something that happened? I have really (laughs) bad luck with visas. Um, I don't think I've ever gotten a visa where it went well. Um, And so I always get really nervous for my own students. But um, I was denied a French visa before um, I even got to France because... I didn't fill out the correct paperwork, and so I thought I wasn't going to go. And then when I got to Germany, I had the wrong visa, and I only <laughs> knew how to say uh, good morning and the sky is blue. Um, uh, and so, like, I would just walk around <laughs> trying to find where I needed to get the right visa. It literally took me an entire day. Um, uh, and I would just show up at the consulates and be like, Guten Morgen, der Himmel ist blau, and like, that's all (laughs) I could say to them. Um, But outside of that, I don't feel like I really had any like terrifying moments or something. There's always language mishaps, um, which can be really funny too, but yeah. Yeah, okay. So bad luck with visas. (laughs) Very bad luck with visas. (laughs) Don't let that happen to you guys. Yeah, for real. (laughs) From from all your travels abroad, and I'm assuming, have you gone anywhere else since? So you're a study abroad advisor now. Have you gone anywhere else since then? Yeah. Uh, when I graduated undergrad, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be a language teacher. Um, so I moved to Northern Ireland for a month to get my CELTA certificate um, to teach English as a second language. And then I moved to France for eight months to really improve my French. Oh, wow. Um And so I did that independently. And then I did uh, my graduate work at Loyola um, in Chicago. And we had to do two study abroad trips there as well. So uh, I did a two-week trip to Vietnam and a two-week trip to Italy. Okay. Wow. And during during your time abroad, from what you can remember, was there any food that you missed specifically that you can think back to? I, not really. I love um, any food that isn't, you know, classic United States food. Um, I I would say the thing that I probably missed most was just the convenience of getting food. Um, You know, you just hop in your car and within minutes, you know, you're at the grocery store. Um, Whereas a lot of countries, the grocery store is closed on Sunday. Um, it would take 20 minutes by public transportation to get somewhere. Um, and so the inconvenience of trying to get food was probably the most annoying, but I don't think I, you know, really missed uh, any foods particularly. Okay. All right. And then um, can you tell me a little bit about maybe faculty-led programming? Do you do anything with that at Purdue-Fort Wayne? Yeah, so I actually, um, our faculty-led programs used to be housed under the Division of Continuing Studies, and uh, it didn't really make sense there, so I submitted a proposal to get it moved over to study abroad, and that was accepted. And so um, we're really pushing forward on faculty-led programs, as I think that's best for our students. You know, a lot of students here have never left Indiana. They haven't left Indiana. They haven't been on a plane. Maybe they've never left the United States. Um, They're just... um, 
haven't had the opportunity to to go other places. And so for me, I feel like faculty-led programs are a great opportunity for them to experience something while feeling maybe a little bit safer because they have faculty going with them. There are other pretty Fort Wayne students going with them. Um, And then hopefully, you know, in return, you know, they visit South Africa and they love it so much they want to go back for a semester. and so I'm really hoping to increase those. Uh, we don't have a ton of faculty-led programs right now, but I, call me back in three years, and hopefully we'll have, you know, <laughs> 20, 30 programs that we send. There you go, yeah. And how has your experience changed since you've been abroad so many times now from from when you had never been out of the country to now? Like, how has your view of the world changed since then? I would say that I am not the same person that I was when I graduated high school. Um, So I come from a very small town in Ohio where, you know, a lot of people look like me, a lot of people think like me, and a lot of people act like me. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But when your eyes are open to a new way of thinking, new perspectives, um, for instance, public transportation. Like if you had asked me when I was 18 what I thought about public transportation, I would have said it's a waste of money until I actually got to experience really good public transportation and how wonderful it is to just be able to hop on a bus, you know, and be able to go anywhere and the access that it provides people. Um, and so just little things like that, that, you know, when you go abroad, you, you meet people, you, you share ideas and you learn things that you're like, you know what? I really think that's something we could bring back to make our culture better. Um, that idea of a family or sharing meals together, things, just random things like that. Um, and so that's one of my biggest passions for sending students abroad is, you know, just opening up their perspectives and their worldviews to see that, you know, maybe there's other ways of thinking about things. Okay. Yeah, that's a good answer. And can you tell me a little bit about Purdue and why you decided to work there and what's special about Purdue, Fort Wayne? Yeah, so I, there aren't a ton of, (laughs) if I'm being totally honest, there aren't a ton of international education jobs open in Fort Wayne. Um, I moved here about seven years ago to work for a company called ELS Language Centers, um, and I worked there for about three and a half, four years. Um, and absolutely loved it, but really wanted to get into the university life. And so I would say that my loyalties are more towards international education and not so much Purdue-Fort Wayne. Um, But Purdue-Fort Wayne is a great university, you know. We're able to provide students with affordable um, degrees. You you go to a a bigger university and you're going to pay quite a bit, whereas you're going to get the same education um, for less money if you come here. And Fort Wayne is really a growing city. Um, We're the second largest city in Indiana. And, um, you know, there's a lot of development happening right now. So the the Fort Wayne I moved to seven years ago is not the same Fort Wayne that it is now, uh, which is just really awesome to be a part of a growing uh, city and and just watching it develop. but Purdue Fort Wayne also has just great, some of the best faculty and staff I've ever met. Um, they care so much about students. We want to see students succeed. We want to make sure that all of their needs are met. And, and I've seen so many faculty and staff bend over backwards um, to help students. And so I think it's a really great option uh, for anybody that's looking for a university with smaller class sizes um, and just kind of a hometown feel. Okay, yeah. And now for a little bit of like a recommendation portion of the podcast, can you tell me a book that you want, you want to recommend? 
Yeah. Um, I was actually thinking about this and I'm like, well, what book would I recommend? Um, I just finished The Book Thief and I think I'm a little behind because I know that it came out a while ago, but it is very good. Um, I would highly recommend it. It it kind of speaks to um, our time now, um, but it's also just, it's deep and it makes you think and it's just really well written. Okay. The Book Thief? Yes. Okay. And what about an app or a blog or a website or podcast, something like that? Yeah, um, I think two podcasts that I would recommend, um, which I'm sure everybody's already listening to This American Life, but if you aren't, let me open your eyes. Um, It's really great. I just love the stories that they tell and the different perspectives that you get um, that you wouldn't necessarily get, you know, just talking to your friends or whatever it may be. Um, And so I really love that. And I also love, um, it's called The Holy Post. Um, It is co-directed by the creator of VeggieTales and also uh, Sky Jatani. And it's just really, um, it's funny. It it makes you think and it kind of thinks outside of uh, the box a little bit. Okay. Yeah, thank you for those. And and then finally, what would you tell a student who's on the fence about studying abroad and they walk into your office and they don't really know what to do or how to do it? Yeah, I think I would really try and find out, you know, why, what is holding you back? You know, is it parental pressure? Is it finances? Is it safety concerns? You know, why, what is the underlying issue there? And, and really letting them know that this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You know, I tell my students there's a difference between traveling abroad and studying abroad. You know, if I go to Paris for 10 days, I'm going to be running around trying to see everything, and I won't really get to experience the culture. Whereas when you live in Paris, you can grab a sandwich, hop on a bus, and, you know, sit in a random park for the day and kind of observe life. You can get involved in um, whatever it may be. So I... Uh, joined a gospel choir when I was in Paris. I took tap lessons, <laughs> which I haven't done in a long oh, wow. time, that's in, that's um, while I was in Germany. And so it's just like things that you get to do and really become a part of the culture. Um, whereas, you know, when you just travel to places, you, you're not really getting under the surface of, uh, of what that culture looks sure. like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's, that's all. That's, yeah, that was good advice. Thank you, Jamie. Is there anything else you want to add? Not that I can think of. Um, I mean, if anybody that is listening, um, you know, if you're nervous about going abroad, just do it. Like, I guarantee that it'll be worth it. Yep. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. All right. Guys, leave me an honest review of the show. Let me know how I'm doing. Connect on social media for new interviews. Jamie, thank you very much for doing this. We'll have to do it again soon. And we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thanks. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to check out all the really neat infographics on the rest of the posts as well as the interviews. There's a lot of good information. You should also download Studying Abroad 201. I really recommend it if you need kind of a fire lit under your ass for studying abroad and you need some motivation. It crafts my journey and exactly what I did. Also, we can email you new interviews or you can connect with us on social media. All right. Thanks a lot.